The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I'm joined by John Lee, Executive Director of DMG Media Ireland, and Barbara Scully, writer and broadcaster. Welcome to both of you. Hello, good Hello. to be here. Morning. We're going to look at the newspapers, John, aren't we? What's going on? So there's a lot of stuff in the newspapers as ever. I guess we could start with RTE is back, isn't it? <laughs> there's a few things about RTE. I, I, um, I just was looking back for a couple of pieces there before we came on air that I wrote on it, and I noticed that... Um, uh, the Daily Mail published their first piece, as ev- as everyone did, on our front page on the 23rd, th- 23rd of June on RTE. And I've never seen this before. It wasn't until the 18th of July that it was knocked off the front pages. And I would suspect come September and the return of Patrick Keelty, we're told today his date is the 15th of September, yeah. his big launch. Um, they'll be back in the front pages. So there's a long discussion in the Irish Times with uh, Kevin Backhurst and an accompanying piece by J- Jack Horgan Jones on um, uh, kind of a, ho- a holistic view of yeah. funding. It's all about the money. Right. Yeah. And there's been a big drop off again in um, in licence fees, which is a, a pretty precipitous fall. It cost them a million quid in the first first week of August. Um, I think 5,000 pe- less people this year paid their licence fee and this is something that I and other journalists predicted at the start of this controversy. It's going to come down to the money. Yeah. Um, Kevin Backhurst is rather, um, he seems like a nice, decent, har- uh, oh, sorry, I wouldn't use that awful Irish phrase, harmless. harmless but, uh, <laughs> um, it seems he's not. not he's not tearing up any trees and causing and adding fuel to the fire. But if one goes back and listens to some of the things, in today's interview in the Times, he doesn't say that, that much in relation to Ryan Tuberty's funding. But if, there was some teeth um, in some of the things he said at committee. Now, if you go back to one thing um, he said when asked about Ryan Tuberty's future salary, he said, well, it must be noted, uh, he said nicely, that his former hybrid contract was for TV and for radio. Uh, now he's only on radio. Now, if you look at Ryan Tuberty, he's on a one-hour radio show up against shows here, for instance. Um, he won't have a huge argument on his salary. And the hints are there again today that if Ryan is to return it's going to be on far less money. Right, yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> As you say, it's been all over the media, then it went away, now it's back, and it'll be back even more again. Why Why is it such a fascination now? It's obvious. Well, I said on this show um, at, at the outset with, with um, your colleague Anton Savage that we've had a few, it's, 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 it's right up there as a pillar institution in Ireland and has been for the last 50, 60 years. We've seen many of our pillars fall. We we saw the church fall in the early 90s, thanks to a lot of work done by RTE. Um, rightly or wrongly, it fell as an institute, uh, institution that had huge um, unfettered respect and uh, authority in Ireland. Um, the, the banks fell. Uh, financial in- the financial um, institutions fell here in, in in the eyes of many. <coughs> Centrist politics did during the crash from 2011 on, certainly, and from 2008, Fine Fáil as, a, as an institution has never recovered. Uh, Fine Gael now is, is, is now suffering. And uh, I think RTE has now hit that, hit, hit that point in its cycle where it's never going to be what it was. I think in many ways the Ryan Tuberty scandal, uh, as it was a scandal, um, financial one uh, pulled back the curtain and we saw Oz for what he was and he's not as impressive as we thought and I, I don't think there's any way of going back um, yeah. and I've reported that from the outside to where they were right. and you can expect everything 
from selling off um, uh, TV and radio stations to to unfortunately it'll it'll end in redundancies yeah, and a yeah. lot of them. Double losses. Yeah, exactly. And Barbara, headline news, late, late show return date has been revealed. Can you imagine? It's a headline. So well, I mean, you know, will you be late, tuning late in? The late, yeah, I mean, the Late Late Show will probably have great figures for the first couple of weeks anyway with the with the new presenter coming in with everybody wondering, you know, how that's going to pan out, etc, etc. But I think what is interesting to me and going back uh, to what John said about, you know, this story running and running and running is how much Everybody is still, you know, ordinary people who don't work in the media are still fascinated by it. Um, I would have thought that this would have run out of steam by now, six weeks in. But I was out with my family, extended family last night, and it was still a major topic of conversation. And also there, if my family were to go by, there's still a lot of anger, public anger, a lot of you know, middle-aged, middle-class people saying, I'm not paying my licence fee anymore. I'm not, you know, propping up these kind of ridiculous salaries. And I think, as John said, it is going to come down to money. But I think from the public perception point of view, uh, to me, that the 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 elephant in the room is, should any presenter, I mean, Luke, you're in here doing this job today, you know, and it's not... It's 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 arduous. It's and very it takes challenging. I think your partner is killing me here. <laughs> every penny. But, but is it worth? It's not rocket 200, science. <laughs> plus a year. I don't think any presenter should be on the kind of money that the top presenters in RT are on when our country has a population the size of a big UK city. Yeah. I think it's it's not sustainable, and I think that has to be addressed. Yeah. Uh, because and I think that's the thing that from if RTE don't regain the public's trust and the public's confidence. You know they're in, they're 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 on a hiding to nothing. And one of the, I think one of the ways they need to do that is addressing the culture within the organisation and, you know, being seen to do a complete and utter overhaul, which is going to take a while. But I think one of the first things they have to do is look at presenter salaries and go, listen, yeah. lads, this isn't heart surgery, like. Yeah. Exactly. This isn't yeah. life or death stuff. You shouldn't be earning more no. than the Taoiseach. That's nuts. It needs to be justified anyway, doesn't it? Does. It does, yeah, 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 it really does. What strikes me is that the RTE, you know, if I, I'm not an expert, they pay a fortune to buy in programmes, don't they, from outside yeah. Ireland. You know? Why would you do that anymore? Because yeah. we can see it all with streaming anyway. You could, yeah. watch, you could always watch EastEnders or Coronations, whatever the shows are, couldn't you, on, on, on other channels anyway without paying for them. So, so should there be a big saving there, will there? They won't spend as much on those kinds of external well, programmes, will they? If you look back to what Leo Varadkar, the Taoiseach, said um, at a press conference after I had a story on a Sunday saying that RT was going to require bailout. And he said, yes, we've given bailouts before to um, state institutions. The FAI was one he named, the banks, obviously. And he said, but they come, they come with conditions. So whatever happens at RTE, it'll come, um, it'll come from government. And a lot of those things that were seen as um, politically unpalatable in the past will now be palatable. So let's see where, let's see where that falls. But, but with, the, with the, the rate of collapse of licence fee yeah. um, pay here, which, which let's not forget is a, is a state-backed, um, is a state-backed funding. You know, you, you face the courts, the state's courts, if you don't pay it, pay it. Um, it's it's pretty precipitous. No one's going to survive that quickly. Yeah. And when someone says, "God forbid," Kevin Brackers to say, "Well, we're okay for the while," it reminds me of a few people saying back in two thousand and eight that the banks are fully funded. Yeah, <laughs> will, will, will they get rid of the license fee entirely? John? That's the simplest thing to do, isn't it? Now, obviously, it could be it could be part of taxation. That's one suggestion, isn't it? And then we don't need to worry about the license fee anymore. But or, or will it continue? There's been a, a characterization, I think, by some people that, you know, people in the media are somehow delighting in all of this. What we're seeing is, a, is an organization coming into the 21st century and is dealing with issues that us, our media organizations have had to deal with for the last 15 years. 
So whatever that is, um, the mark the market will decide. But RTE will be opened up to the market. Yeah. And and let's leave aside um, presenters' pay. You know, I haven't got the figures to hand here, but it was revealed during this the the, the updated pay on middle management in that place. Yeah. yeah. It's bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. Crazy yeah. money for people. Yeah. We don't know what they do. At least. God forbid, there's some fellas in there on big on big presenter salary. We know what they do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> we do. A couple of texts coming in. Uh, I don't know if trust in RTE can be recovered, particularly right. around the license fee, says John. Another one says, I think we should continue to pay the license fee. Personally, I will continue anyway. So there's mixed mixed views on this, yeah. isn't there? But the the Irish people feel it's a bit like to me. It, it reminds me a little bit of how Irish people feel about Aer Lingus, even though you know it's we all feel we have a kind of ownership. Yeah. Um, in these organisations that are flagship organisations that represent yeah. our country. Um, and so therefore, I think, you know, RT has to survive and yeah. I think it needs our support, but it has to show that it's number one, providing value for money and doing what it yeah. should be doing. Um, and we all remember Wanderley Wagon. We <laughs> We've got affection there. Now, we'll move on from that. Oh, they're going to stay with showbiz. Google ask it, you this younger, younger listeners. Yeah, good Lord, yeah. Who remembers Wanderley Wagon? Um, now, uh, Paul Meskel. Have you seen this one? He says he's uh, fans of entitlement information is driving me mad and he's worried about the indecent focus on his private life. So it's, it's kind of similar, isn't it? Ryan Tuberty, let's face it. I mean, he was hounded, wasn't he? You know, what do you make of Paul Meskel's... Um, well, you know, Talking I mean, about this. I'll be quite honest. And again, I'm going to paint myself as kind of Mother McCree here sitting. I've kind <laughs> of missed, if you like, the whole Paul Meskel thing and his, and how, his how GAA could you shorts how could? and all of that. Like, I don't get the appeal. I'm sure he's a lovely, nice actor. Uh, but I actually, you know, yeah, like a, a lot of his mega appeal has kind of passed me by. But I love this piece uh, because it it's in the Irish Independent and it, it, it goes into his personal life and the fact that he was going out with somebody. And again, I'm showing my absolute ignorance here, a singer called Phoebe Bridgers. And they were an item for a while. And then apparently they broke up and then she was with some comedian. And that's all like, so what? But the lovely bit in this story is where Phoebe Bridgers and this comedian um, uh, have yet to confirm their relationship status. But in June, the singer Keith Urban, and that I do know is the partner of Australian actress, used to be married, Nicole Kidman. Um, he well accidentally done. posted a TikTok video showing the pair, Phoebe Bridgers and her comedian, uh, possibly uh, boyfriend, kissing during Taylor Swift's um, Iras tour concert Urban apologised to Bridgers in a later interview saying it felt very awkward I felt very bad I was just digging on the concert yeah. you never know what's going to happen right. yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just digging on the concert and outed Phoebe Bridgers with her on or off or not boy, new boyfriend yeah now, I did notice it in, in the piece. Uh, he, he took his shirt off, you know, in A Streetcar Named Desire. And, 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 the, and the ladies in the audience became very vocal. So it's, it's very tough for Valentine that he yeah. takes his shirt off and the ladies get very vocal, you know. <laughs> I think yeah. he did the same for Brando, though. I think his yeah. career was launched by whipping his shirt off in Streetcar Named Desire. You never um, know. It, I, it is reassuring that um, Mr. Meskel um, criticises fans for... Their, their overweening interest in them uh, uh, rather than the media. And, it, you know, it, it is a, a defence of the media when they are questioned about their interest in um, these stars, superstars. He's a big, big star's private life because we are merely pr pr um, producing um, uh, product to uh, to satisfy the demand of um, of 
their fans. But this is a complaint that goes back to Frank Sinatra's day in the 30s. The Beatles, Elvis Presley. It's yeah. unfortunately it is it is the Faustian pact you make with fame. Because the territory, and doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I I think it'll go a long way to find yeah. pity on it. And Annie's just texted and says, "Sorry now, but if you're famous, you need to expect a certain level of intrusion." You know, Annie's oh, right. Although another texter says, "It's good that he's speaking off about creating boundaries with fame. Should there be boundaries with fame?" Do you know, I mean, I kind of agree with John. Like at yeah. the level that he is at, and yeah. for the, again, the financial, you know, kind of advantage of being where he's at. People's interest in his is in his private life. I mean, it should. It, I don't know why he's surprised. Yeah. As, as it's not something new, as John has just said, it's right. always been the case. Yeah. I mean, the thing that does, and I was reading about this recently, was that Harry Styles and perhaps your woman um, Taylor Swift and a few of them at concerts. Do you see? There's this new thing of throwing things at these superstars on stage oh, yeah. during concerts. Well, like knickers. <laughs> no, not <laughs> knickers, no. no. I don't know, somebody threw something at Harry Styles and it hit him in the eye and then somebody else, I'm going to sound now like as if I've been drinking some weird stuff before I came into the <laughs> studio. Somebody else threw their mother's ashes at somebody. Oh, no. Well, I, I, I should have looked that up now, well, but yeah. Famously, that I would Robert, worry about, but this I would not worry about. Apart from science, I love the Beatles. Famously, George Harrison said once he loved jelly beans and every gig they would throw loads jelly of jelly beans. And in America, they're harder. They aren't oh, made of jelly. Oh, and, no. and, and the Beatles had to say, please stop throwing stop the jelly, jelly beans. That's why they stopped playing live. The that's that's beans. a big reason. Yeah. <laughs> now, we must move on. We could be here. I've got a couple of more things I'd love to talk about. A bit of science, John. The lunar gold rush. You're following this story. It was in the Indo. So the Russians are on their way back to the moon again, you know, and there's an awful lot of attention now on on landing things on the moon again and, you know, maybe harvesting stuff from the moon. You know, it's it's, a, it's an interesting development, isn't it? It's a wonderful August um, story and, um, dare I say, not a massive amount of substance, only they are pushed into reminding us of a lot of issues to do with the moon and what, and what can be there by the fact, and there is a substantial fact, that Russia has uh, relaunched its... Um, its involvement in the space race for first time in 47 years they've got a, 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 got something up there and it's heading for the moon they're doing and also looking at a possible Russian-Chinese um, ventures in the future so then there is speculation that there could be a return to hope that they can mine the moon um, NASA has said in the past that there could be some kind of uh, there could be a, 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 a rare earth metals race up there and it tells us what's there I mean you know yeah, let's see. Let's, let's see, because there's there's a real there's a real turn against mining on on little old Earth. Yeah. Um, whether they will get the support for doing it up there, we'll this see. May, maybe needed. This just blows my mind. The fact that we have practically banjaxed the planet we live on <laughs> in our yeah. rush to greed and to uh, e- you know economic fortune, we're now supposedly led by Russia and China looking at the moon and what we can rob off the moon. I will tell you one thing, as the only woman in the studio, is that this is an idea of men. Mess with the moon at your peril. What does the moon control? It controls our tides and it controls women's menstrual cycles. Yes. The women on this planet will all go batshit yeah, yeah, <laughs> if you start Glad messing you with it. the moon. Yeah. So I'd like to put that out there. But, Don't mess with the moon. But Barbara, would you go to the moon if no, I was to say to you should that be the next at, part of this, should by be, the way. Moonlight should be bathed in. It should be appreciated from yeah. afar and we should take our sticky, grubby hands off, it, yeah. off the moon. Right, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, this is all. What I did enjoy reading about was though, because this all sounds like something from a movie, 
the, the, the last paragraph of this piece that John referred to is about what's the law about who owns the moon. And the United Nations it's had a 1966 Outer Space Treaty that says that no, no country should own the moon. Um, and then there was the 1979 Moon Agreement, which says that no part of the moon should become the property of any state. And then lately there was in 2020, the US announced the Artemis Accords, which named the Artemis, uh, which was named after the Artemis Route, said that um, there should be safety zones on the moon. So this has been chipped away with. You know, initially it it was like nobody owns the moon and now it's like, well, we should have safety zones on the moon. This is the highway to hell as far as I'm concerned. If the lawyers get involved, Barbara, there's something going on, isn't there? That's true. There must be something there. And we must, we'll we'll finish with this last one. Now, Elon Musk wants to go to to Mars, you know. And isn't that interesting? Now, guess what's happening? Have you seen this? Uh, We've got Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are about to have a big fight. What do you make of that one? Like, this is again one of these, like, WTF. Like, what? I mean, it, 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 again, it's just the kind of thing that melts my mind. These two guys are so powerful, have so much money, and they choose just to squander it away on their own. I'm trying not to use the kind of terms that are coming into my head that wouldn't be suitable for <laughs> early morning radio um, to do with their Speak appendages. freely, Barbara. Speak freely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but they're waving their appendages around and yeah. um I mean this just leaves me cold. Yeah. Um no, I mean I think I think, you know, it's part of why we're in trouble as 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 yeah. a world. It's terrible, isn't because it? yeah. of these kind of clowns who have so much power and so much money and no ideas um, as to how they could make the world a better place. Yeah. And Cage... Oh, look at... Would you know. turn up for this, John? It's going to be in the Coliseum, have you noticed? This is what they're saying. Can they have a big fight? Again, the Coliseum. Said it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Again, my colleagues in the UK, is, is one of my, our UK journalists has written this, will... Uh, will kick me if they hear this but I think it's one of the, again it's one of those August stories that as you progress through it it, it gradually falls apart because <laughs> yeah, yeah, <true>. unfortunately <laughs> their their dreams of the Coliseum <laughs> are not necessarily agreed with by the Italian government who own it um, so th- yeah this, th- they've said they've said we've, we've struck an agreement that they could use something but uh, not necessarily is, is, the, is the quote the um the Colosseum, which is, of course, one of the seven wonders of the world. I, I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm reading that piece again. Has Zuckerberg actually accepted? I'm yeah, not. I'm not know. quite sure where we the are. Gauntlet's this, been thrown this down. This actually you know. going down. I think Zuckerberg said something like, uh, "I won't hold my breath," which is not, which is, which is not good because there's only two involved in, in in him showing that he's accepting. Yeah. Let's see. Like I listen, I'd love to see the two of them get in there. And, Beat the crap I think Paul Meskel could get involved in this because he's going to be the next, in, in, the next Gladiator movie. Have you seen that? Right? He's, he's oh, going to yeah. be the next. So maybe they could recreate scenes. And you have to scenes. presumably take your shirt off to do cave writing as well. Take your shirt off. And I don't really have any desire to see any of the three of them with their shirts off or on. Well, Barbara, what do you make of... Uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's six pack then is a picture you see in, the, da- in the Daily Mail. He's completely <laughs> cold. He's <laughs> right, completely yeah. cold. Although I would say one thing, it does say it's going to raise a billion, you see, and they're talking about using the money to donate to an important Italian you know paediatric hospital instead for upgrading. Of using, instead of raising oh, yeah. money from people, they could both put their hands in their back pockets and donate that they without could. any of this nonsense. Or start paying all. tax. Or start, or start paying, paying tax. tax. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Thank they you. They should much. all be more like Dolly Parton. Isn't she giving loads of money to libraries and books? She, has. she does good things. She's an example that we should all exactly. follow. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much to John and Barbara for what's going on. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.